The Red Room Theater, episode 116. Glory. Glory, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alanis. And Antonio Marino. And every month we look at some of the movies help raise us up. Why that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we talk about the movie Glory and how it taught us that beating a man won't change a man. And it taught us that's, that this civil war and southern slavery, racism, ain't no joke. And it ain't, and it ain't history. It's still here. <laughs> We're gonna get in all that, baby. Hey, let's wear our Confederate flags because it's our heritage. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> so you watch this movie, you're like, oh, <laughs> just dude. Okay. Take the card job. Take the card I'm from Waterford, but I've got Southern heritage, so I'm gonna wear a Confederate flag belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out swinging. Listen, if you listen to the podcast, I want you to know we're tackling. You can't watch this movie and not tackle real things. Dude, this movie's brutal. Dude, I I teared up when I'm a once. kid. When I'm a kid watching this, I'm just thinking it's a war movie. As an adult, you're watching you're like, damn, <laughs> this is like, well, we gotta free them, so let's throw them behind enemy lines and make them get killed. Don't even give them shoes. Okay, and pay them three dollars less a week. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! This movie drops February seventh, February sixteenth, nineteen ninety. Ninety-three percent Rotten Tomatoes. Damn! Directed by Edward Zwick, who also did Legends of the Fall. Nice. Dude, I can see that. One of the classics. That. Legends of the Fall is superior though in cinematography. Oh my! It's superior in every way except for Denzel Morgan Freeman. Straight up. Last Samurai, which I did like. That was good. He also did Shakespeare in Love, which I hate it. This is what I think about that. Yeah. Shakespeare in Love. Is that the one with the Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes. That movie, you know why I hate it so much? Because they made a book out of that movie? Because <laughs> it defeated Saving Private Ryan at the Oscars. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Shakespeare in Love is a forgotten film. Saving Private Ryan is a film you watch. My kids will watch it to learn this is what it cost. This is what it was, what Damn. happened over there. So, the plot of this I film. I thought they were going to watch the Glorious Bastards for that. <laughs> and that's how Hitler died. <laughs> really? What's a rack? It's a country. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Dude. <laughs> dude, um, I can't believe Mike Myers is in that movie. Random. Random. He's really good, though. Dude. Um, okay. He was sober serious, and I was laughing. I, I, I was like, is that? I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing, <laughs> dude. Um, this movie's the story of the first black regiment in the Civil War. So we're going back to the I love Civil the 54th. The Civil War times. Now, before we do this. When was the Tuskegee Airmen? Oh, this is uh, World, World War I. That was World War I? Okay. I, I think maybe between. But I think it worked. So there's a deal. Because of my brother inspired us, we had a month of Denzel. How was your month of Denzel, Tony? Okay. So he is probably. Oh, man, it's hard to say he's my favorite actor, but he's there. He's up there. But our barber posed one of the posed one of the best questions ever. What he posed, dude? The Denzel wait, wait, versus wait. Tom Hanks. Listen, that's a tough conversation. That's a really good conversation. Denzel versus Tom Hanks is a really because Denzel, his body of work, he always chooses movies with kind of a social soul to them. Yeah. His movies always kind of have some kind of message about the world we live in and what and, and, and our place in that world where Hanks will just make sometimes a fun movie. Yeah. He'll just make movies like that I can just watch over and over again and enjoy. Okay, so the question that Zach proposed to us was, okay, you, the Desert Island question. You've got one of you got Tom Hanks and you got Denzel Washington. If you got one of their bodies of work for the rest of your life, which one is it gonna be? So my first reaction was Denzel, because of this, 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 this. And Zach's like, okay, well, what about when you get done, when you're tired of action, and you're tired of drama, and you're tired of seriousness, and you want that comedy, you want that castaway, you want that, you know, because Hanks does everything. You want lady killers. You want want big. 
Oh, did you you want that with a red shoe? You want sneak in? You want Joe versus Volcano sometimes. <laughs> Just you want Splash. Every once in a while you want Daryl Hannah's butt. I mean, it happens. Dude, did you know Disney erased her butt? Why would they do? That's a good butt. They dude, they put her hair longer and they made it thicker, so there's no butt. Well, there's no more splash in my mind anymore. <laughs> She's done. Listen, on the I won't go into that. So anyways. Okay. <laughs> but that was a good question. It's but a, let's get back to Denzel, because we know how Tom Hanks is a, is a gay. He's a, he's a, so I watched a ton of, of Denzel this And time. I did too. It was, it was so great. It's, it's the one that I didn't watch was Man on Fire, because I couldn't find it anywhere. Man on Fire? I thought I was going to wait till the last day to watch. But I, I kept on finding new movies to watch. Yeah. I'm like, there's oh, a I'm going to watch, I'm watch Inside Man. Oh, man, now I want to watch What is Inside Man on? Inside Man, I just own it. Oh, that's a Spike Lee joint that I totally dig. Watch Unstoppable. I watched... Uh, you told me to watch Unstoppable, and I, I had hesitations. That movie was so good. It's, it's Den- really good. The Denzel, and that's a lighthearted Denzel. He's yeah. not as strong as he usually is. Dude, Philadelphia. I can't believe... Oh, my gosh. That's- I watched He Got Game, too. I didn't watch He Got Game. You didn't watch it? I wanted to watch this one, but I didn't get to it. Oh, my gosh. That's it- a... That's a rowdy movie, dude. Lena wants to watch basketball movies now because she's playing basketball on a well, team. Don't now. let her watch basketball diaries. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to watch Airbud. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. We're planning to watch Air Hoosiers. Bud's, is there, oh, Airbud is basketball. We're planning to watch Hoosiers with, okay. with her. Um, I'm planning to watch Space Jam with her. So she's on a basketball team now? Yeah, it's cool. That's crazy. She had, I a, first, she had a game. She had her first game Saturday. And, dude, organized sports is tough because she didn't know what to do. Yeah. She play, taught her how to play defense. But when the hurt team had the ball and they were ran back to the old, she didn't know what to do for offense. She was just kind of stand, look around, smile. I'm like, oh, I failed as a father. <laughs> well, doesn't she have coaches for this? It's a mess. It's a small school. It's intramural. So it's like you're playing other kids in the class. So it's like oh. sixth, fifth, fourth graders all on teams. And they break in like four teams in the school and you play. So you have a couple sixth graders, a couple fifth graders, a couple fourth graders. And she's, a small, she's fourth grade. She's the smallest girl out there. And dude... I mean, there are some some great girls are already just like diving for yeah. the ball, and there's a Lisa little fourth Lesley grader just like dee 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 do do do. I'm like Lena, you got you got these people. Are your, it. They're your enemy. These people are your enemy. No mercy. These people. These people. Mercy's said, for the weak. These people said your dog's ugly. <laughs> Go get them. Just get them. <laughs> get them. Go get them. Shoot them. Shoot them. Get them. Get them. <laughs> Okay, so I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's our no price for the week. What movement does that come from? Okay, I'm driving. <laughs> okay, so I'm driving. <laughs> what up did he come from? <laughs> I don't know. He's just there. <laughs> well, don't just stand there. Shoot him. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very fun actor. <laughs> Great pull, Tony. Okay, if you can pull that movie, you're a killer. That's the no prize for the week. No, I, watching Denzel, I mean, you got to be, to be asked to be in a movie with Denzel must be intimidating because he's such a powerful actor. Like he, even in this movie, his skill level is just so much above other people in the movie. Him and Morgan Freeman are so far beyond the, the main actors, it's unbelievable. Those two, even I'll tell you who was really good, was the one that was the good shot. I loved, loved him. I like Thomas too. Thomas was great. He Thomas, was uh, Richard Gere's private investigator on uh, that Norton movie, Primal Fear. And he's also Captain Holt in Brooklyn Nine Nine. And he's hilarious as the gay captain. He's oh hilarious. my gosh, how did I not put that together? And she caught it. She's, I know him. I'm like because he's too. way older now. He's way older. That is crazy. And he is funny. He's so funny. In that show. That show's so good, dude. Dude. But um, Denzel, watching him in all these different roles I've seen him in. And I I went back to some 90s bad movie. Virtuosity's not a good movie, but he's good in it. Dude, I fell in love with him and and Ricochet, dude. That's just such a good movie. That's our first Denzel film. I don't know. I think we rented that from from Family Video. Are you sure that wasn't an HBO one? I don't know, man. It feels like late at night kind of move. We turn it on. And I remember just the opening scene where he's taking his pants off yep. and getting lift out to kind of calm down. That scene, I was like, oh my gosh, dude. And he talks and talks and he beats him. Mm-hmm. But Lithgow just hates him. Hates him forever. And Jesse Ventura was one of the Aryans, dude. Oh my. The Aryans. I forget. The princess of his crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. 
They have the crazy, crazy um the uh, uh the when they're all warriored up and they fight yeah, one another and they they tape phone books to each other. Yes, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, that movie's it's, nuts, it's, dude. It's rowdy. Um, okay, okay, anyway, so Mr. District Attorney, <laughs> Steakin' hot. I watched this this month of Denzel, and I'm like, well, I love him as an actor. Hurricane Listen, messed me up. Training day, I well, I'm turning it on. I forget how he comes at you from the word go. They sit down at that, that little cafe, dude. When he he tells the story to him, he's like, all that time with that fine woman, and this is the only story you could get. This is the only story you got. That that he doesn't he, let you go. That poor dude, and you see Ethan Hawke just trying to hang with them, and Denzel's too fast, and he's too cool, too cool, dude. He made when they go to Macy Gray's house. Oh my! The whole movie I'm watching. Then he goes here, put this on, and it's a jacket that says "police" on it, so he's the target, dude. Denzel makes him smoke that pipe. It's crazy. I'm watching, and I'm like, I'm Ethan Hawke. I'm the nerdy, want to do good, doody doody do. I'm that. I'm the guy. He's like, whatever, man. Whatever, whatever the fuck ever. <laughs> um, so we watch a bunch of Denzel, and I capped off my Denzel month with Glory. Me too. I watched Glory today, actually. So did I. Now, the cast. We're gonna break it down here. We got Matthew Broderick, and I, I, it's a hard thing because Matthew Broderick, his is, accent sucks. He's in a great film, though. Yeah, he's in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And he owns the role. Well, Glory is a great film. And he's in it. But he doesn't own it. No. He, Ferris Bueller, he owns that film. Yeah. And he's never owned a film ever since. Not like that. Ferris Bueller, he is charisma bleeding yeah. off the screen. You love him. And, dude, like, there's some movies I watch him in, Bro, there's painful. There's a band out there called Save Ferris because of that movie. Have you seen Godzilla recently? He no, is I, I know I Terrible in it. I hated it. And it had a... A grand slam of a soundtrack. <laughs> it was good. Even I, 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 even I, P. Diddy was good. I didn't hate it. The video was like, it's kind of cool. I, the only part that sucks is P. Diddy. Everything <laughs> else about the song is awesome. <laughs> the guitar is just crushing and shredding it, dude, behind him. Um, Broderick in this movie. You know, Broderick, though, he does what he does, does do that was cool. Is the end of the movie, they show the statue of the, the, the colonel. Mm. Broderick grew out the colonel's facial hair straight up, exactly historically correct. I'm like, good on you having to wear that around for a few few months. That crazy Civil War facial hair. That's something. Dude, every, everybody you see downtown Flint at Tenacity Brewery's got that same facial hair. Are we talking about <laughs> Now they do. They, like, in the 90s, they didn't. Um, good on you. You made $5 million to have that bullshit in your face. But uh, Broderick in this film, he's not terrible. But when you put it's him next bad. to, when you put him next to, some Dude. of the heavyweights in this film. It's almost like when Paul Dano is next to Daniel Day-Lewis in There Will Be Blood. And I like Paul Dano. I like lot. Paul Dano a lot. But just next to Daniel Day, yeah. you're in, you're in a mismatch. scene. You just can't keep... It's um, Pacino and Chris... Instead, instead of a woman, Chris... Uh, oh, uh, O'Donnell. O'Donnell. The scene in, in the hotel. Chris O'Donnell does great, though. There's a, the hotel, there's a few times yeah, yeah, yeah. where Pacino's so, coming Chris across. Chris O'Donnell got the tear, though. He did get the tear. But no, Al Pacino is another level of acting in that movie. Like above everybody in the movie. He's that scene, he's coming so strong. How about when he's at his family's table for dinner, bro? First of all, that's crazy. I've seen a version of that in real life. Yes. <laughs> every Christmas. <laughs> so, so, um. Ooh, uh, <laughs> dude. Find a taste of real shit. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel, <laughs> dude, when his when his brother in law starts coming after him, and he's like, you know what? He's, what do you say? You were an a hole then. Now you're just a blind a hole. And he comes. Even Crystal Donald goes, "Come on, man! It's, <laughs> it's Thanksgiving." <laughs> so she's like, not used to. He's used to people that like love each other. <laughs> so, Roderick. Plays Colonel Robert Goldshaw, and he, the movie is told, I guess historically through these letters this guy wrote that he sends to his parents, and these letters are still in perpetuity, per- perpetuity at Harvard. Yeah, you can go you can, see you him. Can see him. Yep. That opening letter, dude, kind of moved me. 
I know it's Broderick narrating, but the content of the letter is that he knew, even in the Civil, Civil War is what, 18 something? 1880? You're asking the wrong dude. <laughs> You're like, yes, I'm 62, 1962. <laughs> right before Vietnam, right? <laughs> Woodstock, right? We, we, what goes to Woodstock? Went to war and Jimmy Harris played that Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Hendrick played for his freedom. Yeah, he played the devil and he got free, right? <laughs> <laughs> Crossroads. That movie's awesome. <laughs> it's Hendrick for the devil. And he got his freedom and went to Woodstock and played the guitar solo. The devil would be like, damn, this is the guy I gotta play. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> give me some white boy. <laughs> but, uh, Man, give me Joe Satriani. <laughs> Dang it! Come on, Jimmy. <laughs> He's like, uh, should we alien anybody? But uh, <laughs> that, that is a dope record. It's really good. <laughs> Put some classical gas, man. Come on. Uh, but um, so <sighs> damn, that, you give me Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> that was like fine. You can kick, have your kick freedom. over, kick over, street trash can. That was like kicking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that opening letter, you have this guy in like 1882, whenever Civil War is, and he he understands that every man. Deserves to be free and every man is equal. Yeah. And usually in movies, you see people from that area all painted as crazy racists. But here's a guy writing to his parents saying, This is wrong. It's immoral. We have to fight to free. And he says, I'm seeing men, a lot of people in, my, in, in Maryland up here in, uh, from Boston have never seen a black person. Mm -hmm. And he says, as I walk past these people coming from the from the south, all these slaves ran away. He goes, I see people whose poetry has not been written yet. And when it's written, it'll change the world. And I was like, wow! That was beautiful. That, I mean, he, and he's right, because that dude, think about American music. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about the, like, the, the, the black voice. Well, you in know, American Zeppelin stole a ton of music from blacks. No. Black he, blues, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the blues turned to rock and roll, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just crazy. That that poetry to get written and dude, a lot of my favorite like church music comes from the the, the fields, the gospel, dude. That yeah. hope, that hope in the midst of just soul crushing inequality, that hope of heaven in the midst of earthly suffering, mm -hmm. dude. I mean, like that that line. It's I'm like a guy wrote that down. Suffering by earthly white preachers. <sighs> Messed up, dude. You're in the wrong business for today. <laughs> Dude, listen, there's a reason I'm not with some denominations, because some denominations in Christian history were created because they sided with slavery. And I'm like, I can't be on your team because your, his your history, I, I just, I know that people apologize for it, but I got, I got, a, I got, I'm fighting on too many fronts. I'm not going to fight history, too. Like, sorry, I just joined this club who, uh, Owns your sinking grandfather. My bad. Like or great grandfather. I just yeah. can't. I just can't go down that path. But that opening letter was. I mean, it, I, I was struck by the. I just didn't know someone like. It, they just saw it with good eyes, and it was that, that thing. Whose people whose poetry has not been written yet? I was that was like, good. Wow, that was beautiful. It was, dude. Um, like, man, you sound like somebody with an education. <laughs> um, that well, your rich ass parents paid for. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dad, I, I want to go to war. Can you write the president, please, Daddy? <laughs> dude, Denzel calls him out doing the ten. He's like, because yep. rich mommy and daddy. Yep. <sighs> Listen, Dang, Denzel, dude. Dude, someday. Are they got? Some someday Lena's gonna be somewhere, and if she calls me for a favor, I'm gonna make I'm gonna move the world for. Of course, if, if you have parents who have influence, you'd play that card. I mean, you probably shouldn't do it all the time. You shouldn't be like the kid in that YouTube video, right? Do you who? know who my father is? You shouldn't be that guy. Who Jess Combs? <laughs> That's when we were kids. <laughs> Not no more. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you have Broderick, then you have. Denzel Washington in this film. And I remember Denzel's anger. I, I never forgot yeah, he, that. I used to think he was an ass. As a kid, I thought, why don't you just be cool? Yeah, why are you such a punk, dude? But I never also forgot the scene where he got whipped. Oh, my flogged. gosh. Watch this again. Did you watch Carrie Elwes face? Carrie Elwes, he... He was like, oh, my gosh. He backed away. He, he was like... Yeah, he even, couldn't believe it. Even the racist... Irish, Irish drill instructor was like, "What do I he, do?" He looked back like, "What do I do?" And Broderick was like, "Carry on." Listen, and you're and he, like, he didn't want to do it. Dude. One thing I like about dude. this movie is it doesn't make a saint out of Colonel uh, Colonel Robert Gould Shaw. 
it shows as a leader, he, he made a wrong call there. He should have found some other way to punish the man. When you saw what he had done by his slave owners to him, you should not have done that to yeah. him. And Denzel, and listen, that was a powerhouse of acting. That scene. That, the, watching his face, you watched him go from pissed to broken in about a minute. And it was unbelievable to see him go from that hard, mean, like, soldier to a broken, sad little kid in the South. Like, it was crazy. We'll go on that scene in a little while. Woo! That was but, the scene of the movie, bro. The, the, the scene Denzel had, though, that gave me, it gave me the feel. Like, I almost lost my like, composure watching it. It's that beautiful that scene. He says, and Braddock has one, like one letter, and all the letters are just letters being read by him that existed in history, which is nuts that they frame the movie around these historical true letters. Yeah, that is pretty cool. There's that, he says, the, 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 he goes, I don't understand. So the man. path of the righteous man. <laughs> he says, I don't understand. Uh, the, he says, I don't think I, I, I try to understand the men, but I don't understand them. It's like, we break for the day. There's an immediate camaraderie and a friendship they have that we don't have yep. as white people. And um, there's a scene where they're all, before the big, big battle, they're singing a, a, a song, a spiritual about Noah and the animals, and that just clapping. I mean, just clapping along. Yeah. And between every chorus, someone just shared their yes. heart. It's a testimony time in between. And then they that part song again. was beautiful, dude. Oh my. Because everybody there was like for each other, building each other up, dude. That and scene is. Dude, Morgan says. Watching Morgan Freeman doing his clapping and just getting into it, dude. Denzel gets up, and. Trying to share his he's feelings. He's never done that. Never, ever. He's never let the guard down. Never. The guy's been, too, who knows what kind of. Oh he said a little bit. I got no family. My mama killed. Like, my mama got killed. So he had nobody. And you see a lot of that anger is because he had to build a wall of hate well, around his, his whole heart. body's calloused. Everything's calloused. He had, he had to be that guy. He had mm -hmm. to be that hard, brutal man to survive the world. Because if he wasn't, world. he was dead. Yes, and he tries to let out a little bit of his it, feelings. The the best part is after he does that little bit of talking, then he does that. Psh, man, yeah. shoot, like he, that, man, that ain't nothing. But that was like the the realest point of his life. He's trying to hold in. His, and he can't even say words. He can't even. No, he doesn't know how. Does it? And I, I I hurt for him, dude. I yeah. hurt for him. It reminded me of Fireside at church last night. <laughs> <laughs> church camp, dad. Listen, there were fire, firesides, though, you had the kids that talked every year who shared stuff like me. I'm just, I'm just used to talking. Then you had kids who never, ever talked. And one year they say, I'm going to share. And it's the realest. Yeah. You're like, wow. I didn't know that like, was it. Okay, so there's a scene in a movie that is not that good. <laughs> Remember the end of Ghostbusters with the girl cast? Hit me. And, and they're all loving on each other. And the real crazy one. Talks about how those are her only real friends. And she gets like really emotional, dude. And you're like, what? I got I don't remember that scene. I gotta see it again. What? I don't remember that scene. The, the real goofy crazy. I know the character. I just the movie was so blah to me. I didn't remember any good scenes the out of it. The movie was pretty blah, dude. <sighs> um Helmsworth was really good though. He he was he was funny. I like them reversing the dumb, like hot person as a guy instead of a girl. It's really funny. It was awesome because he is stupid. He was so funny. He's like, she's like, do you have lenses in those frames? No, they kept getting dirty. So I figured, you know, just keep the lenses out and wear the glasses so I don't have to clean them. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Denzel in this film has, I mean, he starts turning. I think when Morgan Freeman slaps him. Puts that knowledge in him, dude. Well, let's go to Freeman right now. Sir, Sergeant Major John Rollins. Morgan Freeman. I love his introduction. When he After wakes the, up Broderick, sees he's okay. And Tito. Because he's moving bodies. He's burying bodies. Yep. And he's kicking people to see if they're alive. Yep. And Broderick moves. And he's like, you okay, Captain? And he sees his face. Yep. And he's an old man. Uh, Denzel calls him Pappy. Remember? Yep. Which is, he says it real, like, dude, Denzel... Gets in everybody's he's grill. He's pretty funny though when he's like, asked him what he was doing or something. I was running for president. <laughs> Didn't win though. <laughs> and then everybody, even Thomas, starts laughing. Didn't win though, dude. Denzel, he like as a kid, I did hate him. I just didn't know why he was so I difficult. Thought he was mean. I thought he was. A, I did think he was mean. He was a butt. But you understand who? Like, but Morgan Freeman in this movie. Okay, Freeman is royalty. 
Freeman is royalty in Hollywood. <laughs> he really is. He's been in, in this movie she's done I didn't like. Didn't like Wanted that he was in. I don't know if I've seen it. Oh, so stupid. With, uh, Angelina Jolie, who looked all emaciated and sinking skinny and gross. So the one that, is it showed her butt? I don't know. No, that was um, <laughs> the one with that little kid, or not that little kid, but the young kid from the cubicle. And then she's like got a team of like bad dudes. Bad movie, really bad movie. <laughs> but it shows her butt. <laughs> and and, it, and uh, whatever whatever movie studio made that movie didn't cover it with hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> Still digital. He longed into the hair digitally. To Can't cover believe the they butt. did that, dude. It's on Disney Plus, and Disney Plus is for kids, so they don't want it to be any booty. So they just digitally created more hair to cover up the butt. Man, that butt did mess me up young. But but but, <laughs> dude, I saw there's a guy on Facebook, this preacher from a church in the in the area. Uh, he did a video. Tried, he tried to raise money to buy new seats for the church, so they did a video, and he put on like a wig. And you know how uh, sometimes people will do like characters on a video. Like SNL dumb stuff, but like not good because it's not SNL. He did a thing called Professor Church Butt, and it it was the most embarrassing, painful immersion in my life. He did, it was really bad. Anyways, moving on. Sorry, I don't know why I went down that. You need to tag that on Red Room. Oh, dude, I should put it on there. <laughs> Professor Ch- Professor DeButt. Or something like Do that. I know him? Ah, uh, no, you don't. Oh man, but to win the butt rain. <laughs> Freeman has a scene with Denzel, and those two, they're heavyweights, bro. Freeman gives Denzel a lot of leash in this. He lets Denzel be a jerk to people. He's not. Yeah. He's not trying to father everybody. No, he's not trying to tell you how, who to be. No, nobody would be there. Nobody. Um, and you know what, Broderick in this film, after he whips Denzel, has him whipped, he realizes he realizes I did wrong, and he yeah. realizes, man, I, I think I did wrong. So he goes to Freeman and says, "I need your help." with the men because I just don't know things and that shows a level of maybe holding this line I've created isn't the way to reach these people and and then for, for me tells them we need shoes we need shoes and when you see his feet ooh, 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 ooh. he says the boy ran away because he was looking for shoes and you're like oh my gosh his feet were nasty dude the only time that he wasn't talking trash was when he was taking his shoes off when you first meet him, he's and he's in his tent for everyone else, trying to take care of his feet, trying to take care of those feet, because they're nasty, because they're marched in water and heat and sun with no socks and old disgusting oh shoes. Oh my gosh, could you imagine, dude? I I can't even handle an athlete's foot. I couldn't imagine slave feet. Oof, just leather on your skin, bro. Freeman has this has this has a scene with Denzel. Where Denzel keeps on calling all the black guys the N-word. Yep. And Freeman has enough. Yeah. And they go at each other. And Freeman drops bombs. Well, first he puts a right hand across his lips. Gives him a slap, dude. Yeah. And Denzel's going to fight back. He well, takes Denzel it. Well, Denzel looked like he wanted to, but then the knowledge was coming so hard and fast. He's like, dang. And you could see Denzel start looking down like, crap. He got my number. He's yeah. no... He, he's, he knows me, and he knows why why I'm doing what I'm doing. He said, if there's any around here, it's you. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Morgan Freeman. You know what? I think that might be my biggest laugh in Coming to America too. was Morgan Freeman, dude. It was great. In the funeral, he's doing the voiceover of the dead king who's not dead. It was incredible. They have a funeral before he's dead so he can see them celebrating his life. <laughs> That was funny. And he said, then he dies. Okay, it's time for me to go. And then he's like, "What?" And he's like, "He's, he's dead." He <laughs> says, "He's got the biggest dog in human history." That was. The king's like, he's smiling. So James Earl Jones, so stupid, dude. And Freeman's got to say, <laughs> he's got to read that nonsense. Man, that movie. There's it some, got a lot of hate, but there was some good. There stuff was some funny stuff, dude. There was some funny stuff. Whenever all the all of uh, what's her name, um, the girl he he brings home, the girl, the one night stand girl. Oh, um, uh, SNL girl. SNL girl. She was in Ghostbusters. Yeah, she's really funny. Leslie Jones. Yeah. When she and all her crew are pumped when it's uh, they, they think it's gonna be some big star, but it's um, it's not Ricky Bobby. It's no. A, uh, he good. Reggie Watson? It's Re- Reggie Watson. 
And he's like a Queens like famous. Legend was like, <laughs> that was funny. Um, I love though at the funeral house thinking in Vogue was or no that funeral not funeral. The funeral was a funeral. The funeral, yeah. In Vogue and Salt and Pepper were there. What? I couldn't that believe was crazy, it was. Dude. It was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Okay. You have Carrie Elwes as as Forbes. He's so good. Carrie Elwes. I loved him, dude. He's just naturally a better actor than Broderick, dude. He's had even in good. Saw One, he was awesome. Okay, Saw One, he's awesome. He's great in Princess Bride, Princess Bride is- one of the greatest. Rules of all time. Of all time. And you know what? He plays the ultimate nerdy stepdad in Liar Liar. You're scared of the claw. <laughs> Dude, he's trying, trying so hard. Wait, does she, she doesn't leave Carrie for Jim, does no, no, she? she? Jim, her and Jim got divorced, and that's her new boyfriend. Okay, they don't break up, they'll go back to Jim Carrey, though. Eventually, yeah. They do in the movie? Yeah, in the movie. She leaves Carrie Elwes. Yes. That's not fair because he's a good guy. <laughs> You're scared of the clock. He's got his finger hooked, dude. It's, dude, it's so. You, did you see? She's like, he's trying she's so don't hard. Do <laughs> don't, don't, oh, so- he was in the crush. Oh my gosh, I remember that. That was a mess of a film, dude. It was. Um, does he have three great ones? Did we just name three great ones? Well, I'll tell you what else was good. Robin Hood, Men, Men in, in tights. tights. Listen, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. There's ice quote lines from that. Oh, probably once a month in my life. He was the douchebag and Twister. He he bites it. The one that stole the idea. Yes, uh, for uh, for Lucy, <laughs> Dorothy for Dorothy, Dorothy. for Dorothy. Um, Un what is he? Unrealized or what does he say? Yep, unrealized, dude. His accent was that was really good in that movie. Carrie L was when he shows up. I'm happy to see him. I'm happy to see him whenever he shows up. He's in this movie. You're right. He. I feel like Braddock is probably the weakest actor in the whole movie. He, oh, absolutely. No matter who he's with, he's not as good as the guy next to him. Yeah, that's true. Then you have and- Andre Brogger as Thomas, who's holding Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Thomas is really good. Listen, Thomas... As, as feel, an actor, he hits a home run. In this movie, you meet him, and his father what? was a free man. Okay, so... And he was born a free man. In the North. Yeah. And so... How does he know Broderick, though? Apparently they're in Bo- from Boston together, which is a smaller community. Did they go to school together or something? Because he can read and write. He knows. How about when Stick he's reading Emerson? I mean, it's crazy. How about when when uh, Morgan Freeman goes uh, that he's they're like make your mark to get paid. I can write my name. I can write my name. Then do it. And that's when he's like, what? That's when he that three dollars starts. He's like, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. And that was when brought the. You want to talk about winning the people? Broderick says, you guys don't want to get paid? None of us are. And tears his checkup. And everybody's like, oh, dang. Dude, <laughs> that was a great moment of leadership. Great I'm going to be with you in yep. this. I'm going to feel sweet. your pain. I'm going to be with you. I like that. How about the letter they got from the South? Listen, we're going to get that at the end of the <laughs> Listen, that, I, I came out, I, I was young at the TV. I was young at the TV. We'll, yeah. get, we'll get to that. Um, so, there's a whole, or this guy, though. Um, Thomas, educated, wants to be in the war because he wants to, as a black man, he wants to be in the first black regiment of the United States history. But he's not a soldier. He's he's soft. Watch Rocky Three with the kids right now. And Rocky Three, Mick says to him, the worst thing could ha- happen to a fighter happened to you. You got civilized. And you yep. see him, the commercials, the learns to read, fixes, fixes his face yep. up to look nicer. And he's... He's nice. He's safe. And that safe has made him soft. And Thomas is a guy whose whole life has been yep. soft. And that scene where he breaks down crying after getting knocked, if you punch, punch in the gut, you don't. Listen. Well, he gets hit in the face, too. But you don't cry in the hay well, like understand. a baby. I understand. Dude. I tell my kids, don't let them see you bleed. That's elementary school. They can see you bleed, just don't cry. Um, that's what it means. Don't let, see you bleed. Well, let them, don't let them see you cry. Tell them that because they'll be like, damn it, I'm bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he cries and he gets up and he's still crying. I know. He's like, uh, he's, what does he say, Colonel? Uh, can I have a word? Uh, Robert, could I have a word? And he's like, you got to ask permission. Okay, you know a character I love in this movie? The racist Irish. He's great. 
He's great. When you first meet him, he's yelling at me, calls him, you Mexican African effing horse. I was like, whoa. And I'm laughing because he's just throwing random races at them. I like how he's like, how many people don't know they're right from left? (laughs) Everybody raised their hand. He's He's like, like, Damn it, dude, dude! And then he would point calls him like, "You bunch of Hindus!" Yeah, Hindus! <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, this guy's a racist, crazy person!" But he races to everybody, so it's okay. He's great though. He do- he don't back down to Broderick. He don't back down to anybody. Broderick brings him, tells him like, "I think you're being rough on the men." He just doesn't say anything. Just stands there. He says, "You disagree." His friend, he's like, he says, "You're allowed to speak freely." And he says, "The boy." See a friend of yours. We grew up together. Maybe you should let him grow up some more. And he's like, shit. <laughs> Dude, he gets him. He's like, Thomas, like, you bitches. <laughs> Dude, that's sad, man. Thomas just. <laughs> he's like. Crocodile tears, dude. I mean, straight up crying a little kid, dude. But you know what? He hardens up. He does, man. He becomes he a good shot. soldier. And he will not he go said, home. He says, I'm, I'm jealous of you, Thomas, because you're going to be home before me. Having good coffee. He's like, you promised me you're not sending me home, dude. You, pat, you patch this up. Dude, Freeman says, because Samuel's like, these white boys, like everybody a white boy. And then, and then and, and Bergen's like, listen, man, these white boys are dying for your freedom. Yep. It's like, I buried them. And they're going out there, and they're fighting so we can be free. And I've dreamed of them I could fight to, for my own freedom. And Freeman says at the campfire, he goes, I left my family, and I left my kin in bondage. And I'm like, wow. He literally left his family in slavery. And he's coming back Moses-style to yeah. set him free. That was, oh, it was That's blowing awesome. my mind, dude. Yeah, Freeman and, and, and uh, Denzel are another level of acting, dude. Like they they shine so bright on the screen, and it's like Broderick's just like, mm, uh, <laughs> dude, poor Broderick, Man. dude. Not since Dennis Quaid, he needs to be in a movie with Dennis Quaid. Been so blown up, dude. We're killing this poor bastard. <laughs> you ain't had a good movie since your first movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's married to Sarah Jessica Parker. Still, I think. You know I heard what? He, I heard he was an equestrian. <laughs> There's a scene with the Kentucky Kentucky Colonel. Oh my gosh! And that scene is in but there. But it shows how serious Broderick takes his his men versus how the other people are taking their black. But regiments. they're still all Union officers. Yeah, and you see, there's racism in the North as well. That there are Northern. That guy was evil. The way evil. He, the way he talked about. Black people, he was he was like he was like you know I don't deal with blacks because I was used to uh, Kentucky I owned a few slaves so you got to know how to deal with them I'm like oh my gosh, Barack saw them as as men respectable, valuable worth but he, the, the Kentucky guy he saw them as animals I know as animals I. <sighs> That scene showed the North wasn't all good guys and forward-thinking, progressive heroes. There are some racist jerks, oh, man. even in the North. And we know this because when the blacks came to the northern cities, came to Detroit, came to Chicago, you know what happened? Race riots. Yeah. Dude, there, there are stories that the, the Irish would, would wait at the train stations as the blacks came off in Chicago and just beat them, tell them to go home. What? Straight up, dude. And Detroit had three major race riots as the blacks came up for the automotive, uh, for automotive work. That's supposed to be the enlightened north. Jeez. And just like, get out of our cities, dude. Like, that's crazy. There was, um, there was race riots in Flint. Mom said in Central there was. She said after the movie Roots bro- uh, came out, there was race riots in the schools the next day. Jeez. Can you imagine the racial tension in that movie? Because when we were in school, Tony... The school racially mixed up was mostly black, then white, and then Mexican. What, Flint schools? Flint schools. When we were going to schools, I went and took up the data from the years we were in school. Yeah. It was like 60, 30, 10, dude. Jeez. Yeah, I remember there was not a lot of Mexicans. No, no. And they were related to us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then when we got to Waterford, there was uh, not a lot of Mexicans. (laughs) (laughs) It was like 98% white, white. And it was and two black and guys and two Mexican guys. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, 
And then I got off the bus and said, where are the white women at? (laughs) (laughs) How much for the women? (laughs) That Blues Brothers dude? Oh, my gosh. How much for the women? How much for the women? (laughs) So did you blues? You're so stupid. This guy wants, this guy wants, he wants white toast. I Lightly thought, toasted. I thought you were going to go with uh, From Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, another guy wants four chickens. He's like, he's like Elwood. That he's like, what's Elwood and uh, I've got the other guy's name from Blues Brothers, Elwood and something else. We're on a mission from God. Don't blast me in here. Aretha, Aretha Franklin kills it in Blues Brothers. Yeah, she was awesome. Come on, baby. <laughs> I'll tell you who killed it the penguin. <laughs> Beating him with the roller. She floats back to the top. That was crazy. Okay. The penguin. <laughs> okay. Um, so any other scenes you want before we go into the... Um, you know why I didn't forgot in this movie? Hmm. The ending. I know that sucked. That was brutal. That was like Normandy before Normandy, dude. Uphill First of fort. all, the crazy... The, the 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 their first battle was sweet though. The first one was they awesome. They hold that line. Yeah. Listen. How and they don't back down, bro. How was there ever a period in American history in, in, in world history where that was how you fought wars? You, back when you they were bad. Stood in a dude, line, shot at each other, and kept until you forward. got close enough to fight. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. I mean, cause you're gonna have we're be dying. Broderick was Broderick was being a dick, but he was trying to let him know. You're a good shot. Yes. But you better learn. He pulls a guy. A guy was a good that shot. You're going to be doing this while this other stuff is happening. And he he, he wasn't prepared. No. Nope. His platoon and him were not prepared for what they ran into. He wanted his men to be actually prepared. Yep. That you can you can you can you can reload and fire when it's out here to field and there's bottles. But what if there's men screaming and, and what if there's flying, bullets going by your head? And people are charging he you. He said a good shooter can load and discharge three. In one minute, and you're like, "Dang, dude!" Because you're, you're watching him do all that stuff, and dude, that was rowdy. And he tells Carrie always, "You need to train them properly." And you're like, "Oh my god, poor guy, dude." He's looking at him like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" <laughs> but he knows what happened to them. Yeah, if you're out there, he started you never- having flashbacks about what happened to him. He was watching them play with the rifles. He gets them. And how he's funny freaking. Those black dudes are just like kids. They're just like that's just like how we are, pretending to shoot each other. Oh, ah! Oh, they're falling over, pretending to get stabbed. This is like a bunch of kids with guns. That was and Broderick's looking like in his head. He's hearing the war. He's hearing, he's hearing that really happening. Yep. Oh man! There's a scene with Broderick that I actually liked. It's more the movie than him, where they're stitching his neck up, and he's watching the guy get his leg cut off, and the medics telling him, "Oh, this might hurt," but he knows this is nothing compared to what the other guys have. So he just mans up and takes it. I like that about like the character. Like I'm like, you know what I didn't like? What was happening in the background? So I'm saying, remember that guy's like, please stop cutting. He's watching that and he's realizing this little neck injury has nothing. That guy has the real. Yeah. Oh, that was awful, dude. That was horrible, dude. They used to cut people's limbs off in the Civil War, dude. Ooh. Remember that? This was with wolves. Remember, opening scene there, cut his foot off because it's it's, got, it's it's infected. So he gets on the horse to kill himself. Remember suicide. I and he, seen that. And he rides into the um, the other side's forces, and they're all shooting at him, and they're all trying to shoot him. And so they're sh- shooting their bullets, trying to reload. When they all shoot at him, riding his horse across their front line, the other side charges because they all got to reload. And they take that hill. Because of him? Because of him. And then they, 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 they give, me, give me my medic, they save his foot, and it's awesome. That opening scene's incredible. Dude, he, I haven't seen that He forever. goes out there to kill himself because he's got to cut his foot off. Oh my god! He has to put his shoe on over his gangrene foot, Ugh. dude. I, I'm gonna watch him like, dude. So support the show. How can you support the show? I'll tell you, support the give show. Give me the money, Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> you can give us. We say go to Patreon.com/slash/RedRumTheTray. Give a dollar a month at the podcast. Go. That's all we ask for is one dollar. One dollar. Make the podcast go. It pays the bills. Helps us get new toys. Okay. Also, you can go to redrum.threadless.com to see our t-shirt store. There's four awesome designs there for you to see. There's the Red Rum Classic. There's the Dang Gina, which is probably our most popular shit we got. And there's the Raise This Right. So that's three designs. Raise This Right, which is a great design. With the Rocky on it. I'm watching all the Rockies with my kids. And my kids are loving Rocky right now, dude. Nice. Dude, my son was convinced Rocky could not beat 
Apollo in part two. Which is the beauty of a kid watching Rocky for the first time. And when, when Rocky gets up before that 10 count, Nesto couldn't, but he was in shock. He, did he love it, dude? He loved it, dude. He's like, did he win? Did he win? I'm like, he won. He's like, he's just so happy that Rocky won it, dude. Oh, that. But we're about to watch Rocky 3. You're going to make him see Clubber beat him down to the ground, dude. It, it's going to hurt him. It hurt me. Dude, Mickey talking to him, telling him he was kind of like he lost the eye of the tiger. He lost the hunger. It's sad. It, it's like you, Mickey knows. But Apollo's about to change his life, though. When he sees, when, when Nesto sees Apollo come in to save it, it's going to be in. Because seeing those two, it's like, what is happening? He's going to be, his mind's going to be blown, it's like, dude. It's like in the Cobra Kai. Have you watched any of it? No. Yo, I, it, it's it, like Johnny and Daniel teaming up. I can't even imagine, dude. I can't even. <laughs> okay. Um, if you don't want it in a t-shirt, you don't want to support us monthly, you can go to, on our website, you can go to, there's a, there's a uh, giving uh, portal. You can go to PayPal. Just give a, give a, give a if, if, listen, if you got stimulus money, and you're like, man, stupid government give away you money. You really think anybody's got stimulus money left? I'm saying there's be another one probably. Listen, starting in July, if you have kids under Six, you'll get three hundred dollars a month per kid. If you have kids over six, under eighteen, you'll get two fifty a kid. So I'm getting five hundred a month for my kids starting July till December. What am I getting? You got no kids, baby. You get nothing. Man, I ain't got none that I know about. You gotta go find one. It's like you mine, baby. That's my kid, man. <laughs> hey, how old are you? Eleven. <laughs> you got a mustache? Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> are you serious? Listen. If, so if you get that money, get that free Biden money pretty soon. Damn. And you're like, you know what? The government giving away free money. When does a kid got to be here? <laughs> Can they be in a belly? <laughs> <laughs> Twins. <laughs> 600. <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> if you're like, if you object to the principle of free money giving away the government, give it to us. We'll take it and we'll invest it in movie enjoyment. Yes. <laughs> we will use it. I might even watch the Harry Potter movies. I'm, listen, you're here. If you want to give 500 a month to pay to, to, to <laughs> podcast, Tony will watch Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. I didn't say that. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're gonna say Game of Thrones too. We um, okay. So raise this wrong, raise this right. First of all, raise dust. I'd say I don't know. If this is just a lesson we learned. Is that there's this the scene where they beat Denzel. Tony said it well. Beating a man doesn't change him. No. And movies always do those scenes where the guy beats a bully and he's going to change. He's going to go home and beat his wife. Mm -hmm. He's go home and beat his kids. People, violence does not defeat violence. And Denzel, what do you say? Denzel's getting beaten. He's like, I ain't changing. I'm going to do it again. Yep. It, it, it's, it's strengthening that resolve. Like, I just got to make sure I don't pick on that guy again. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I I know I know to look for cauliflower ear next time. <laughs> exactly. I got my ass whooped, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Dude, that listen and then that movie like that scene when that single tear falls. I've been in so much pain. The single tear has fallen. Oh, for sure. Try zipping up too fast. Not wearing underwear. <laughs> That's why I wear underwear, dude. <laughs> I'll never ever 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 ever. No no no. Never ever ever ever. Never. never. I will never sleep naked. I'll always have chonies on, dude. You never know what's gonna happen, dude. If there's a fire, I don't want to be out there. Or if there's, if there's a robber, I don't, listen, there's a thing I saw on Facebook saying top ten reasons to sleep naked. I was like, I know top reasons not to sleep naked: fire, intruder. That's yeah. all you need, or bugs. Unless the intruder is the Khaleesi, <laughs> Look, uh, the hot girl from Game of Thrones. Anyways, <laughs> you, you were way over my head. On You're that like, one. what? <laughs> you looked at me like uh, Sunny when I got a snack. Huh? <laughs> the dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you got to be ready. Denzel takes that beating and doesn't change him. And beaten, like you know, what? with the, with my puppy, with my dog. If I beat the crap, you better out of my not dog, beat that I dog. I don't beat the dog. If I beat my dog, so what won't, won't do something? It might that dog change behavior for a moment, but that dog's gonna be reserving anger. Well, here's the thing: and someday's gonna bite the heck out of somebody. Here's the thing: that dog. Is gonna be heartbroken that you did that, and will will not love you like you love her. I do. I see people beat their dogs. I want to beat their ass. Oh. And burp in their face. 
I've seen people manhandle their kids at stores and stuff. You know, men grabbing their kids, shaking them, grabbing them by the arm, picking them up. What's it going to do? It's like teaching a kid nothing. Well, but- you remember when mom yelled at that, that big lady up Dodge Park? No. Oh, my gosh. She was beating her kid, a little, little kid, too. Mom was way smaller, dude. I told her, come over here and do that to me. Let's come do that to me. I'm just like, oh, man, mom's going to whip her ass. <laughs> His mom's a gangster, dude. Dude, the OG. She is, too. She'll tell you, I'm for Flint. I don't care if we're at Dodge Park. She got a brick. Kablow! Yeah, she will, too. <laughs> and then that, that girl will be so dazed, Ben Foles will be playing in her head, playing brick. <laughs> I watched a girl try to set the mood for romance, play brick on a piano. I'm like, uh, this song's about what's going to happen if it goes down tonight. <laughs> uh, this song's about an abortion, so I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> And the song does sound like it's pretty. She starts playing it like you know we're sit- chilling, and she's got the piano. Starts playing the song. Oof. I was like, "Oh man, I we're got together, it. but you're alone, and I'm alone." That <laughs> 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 song's jacked. It's brutal. <laughs> I told Colin that church. I said, "You know, Ben Folds is a G, but don't listen to the lyrics." <laughs> oh, give me my, give me back my, give me my sweater back. Uh, <laughs> Now, <laughs> here's one thing that happened watching this movie. Watching this re- movie renewed my dis- no, it, it increased my disdain for the Confederate flag. Oof. There's a scene in this movie where they read an edict from the Confederacy. Ugh. And it says, one, if you're a black man caught by Confederate soldiers, you'll be put back into slavery. Two. If you're a black man wearing Union blues, you'll be killed immediately. Three, if you're a white man over white or black soldiers, you'll be killed immediately. I was furious watching that. I just love how people defend the Confederate flag. I want to read. Okay, listen. Oh, shit. I'm going to read to you a famous speech. This is from the inauguration of the Confederacy of the United States of America. So the Confederacy of America. This is, this is from the inauguration of the Confederacy of States of America. It's a speech by the Vice President of the Confederacy of America. This is the values of the Confederacy. I'm going to read this. this is a speech that was applauded in their new Congress when they started their new country. Here is a speech from the Vice President. They, 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 they kept the record of this because they wanted it for history. What's his name? His name is Andrew, hold on, uh, Alexander Stevens. Bitch ass. Vice President of the Confederacy. This is what he said. It's in history. Look it up on anything you want to look at. It's this, is for all my, uh, this is for all my Facebook friends that think the Confederate flag okay. is cool. Our new government. This is, this, this is not me speaking. This is Alexander Stevens, Vice President of the Confederacy. He says, our new government is founded upon exactly the opposite ideas. Its foundations are laid. Its cornerstone rests upon the great truth that the Negro is not equal to the white man. That slavery, subordination to superior race is his natural and moral condition. And he stops for applause from the entire Congress. Holy hell. Someone said that and a room applauded it. That flag has in its history, in its symbolism, a belief that dehumanizes an entire people. Jeez. And the speech goes on. He just goes on and on. He says, this, our new government, is the first in the history of the world based upon this great physical, philosophical, and moral truth. And he just goes from there. Jeez. I'm like, that is from your inauguration of the Confederacy. The Confederacy starts, and the first speech given in its Congress halls is that speech and the people that applaud it. And you say, listen, we've all been wrong. If my my ancestors might have done things wrong, but I don't take the symbolism of that wrongness and hold it up with pride. Jeez. Can you believe those words, dude? This is okay now. I'm gonna read something. Let's see if I can find it. We're going. Listen, we're going deep right now. We're we're so, all of a sudden. This is the difference between Ernesto and, and Tony. 
<laughs> Speaking of, this is what happens when you're wrong. So I saw this. Please let me find it. It is um, from Violent J. From the Insane Clown Posse. Okay. What did Violent J have to say for the Insane Clown Posse? <laughs> All right, so somebody posted this. A friend of mine did. And it says, this is how you admit your past. Don't defend it or even apologize for it. Just acknowledge it and learn from it. This is from Violent J because he said a lot of things anti-gay. When he was young. When he was young, okay. He says, and the amount of gay juggalos out there is really surprising. I think about them doing research and getting old records, getting excited about it, and then getting their hearts broke or something. You know, tell my daughter, for the rest of your life, when your friend asks, why did your dad say that? Say it's because your dad was a fool. Don't defend me. Say I was a fool then, but I'm not now. There's no excuse. I was going with the flow, and that's the very thing we preach against, being a sheep, and that's what I was doing. Wow. I read that, and I was like, that's awesome. That's really good. Talk. Isn't that awesome, dude? Speaking of just being dumb when you're young, dude. And listen, I'm grateful there was no Facebook when I was a kid. What? I'm grateful there was no YouTube when I was a kid, Oh, dude. my god. Or gosh. camera phones when I was doing dude, stupid dude. things. Listen, and kids nowadays have cameras... And Facebook for their most angry, for their most, for their most like reactionary. Well, dude, you can even post something and take it right down, but it was already screenshotted. It, internet already, it, it's it's saved forever. Yep. Listen, we've all in anger tried to find the meanest words to say to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. And so people might use a racial epithet or a homophobic slur, whatever. And a lot of us have done it, and our anger had just spewed venom looking for the what would hurt you the most. Dude, call you a bad parent? Just last night, I was at a cocktail call party. Call you a bastard son? What would it be? Just last night, I was at a cocktail party at my buddy Merlin's. And he's got a buddy who's like six foot seven. Holy His cow. His name's Lance, like the coolest dude ever. He's a big black dude with a beard, nicest sweetheart. And he used to be the singer for Merlin's band back in the day. Well, he went to, uh, P- no, it was, it was an elementary off Clintonville, I think. Okay. In Waterford. Yeah. It was elementary school. I know. I had another school up there. And um, even in elementary, I think Lance was one of two black kids in the whole school. Even in elementary, on the gym wall, somebody spray painted, Lance is an N-word. And, and on the gym wall, dude, for everybody to see. He said even that young, people were doing that. And that was like... Like, cra- it's crazy, dude, because people are young and dumb and say stupid things, and they always have to go to race to really hurt somebody. <laughs> I, have to us. Of, I had friends of mine, I had a friend of mine tell me racist Mexican jokes when he first met me, because they, they, they were, so, were, were cool, I could my jokes, right? And I took them because I was young, and I was in a world where I was the only Mexican guy. But I, they, they never felt good. Heck no. I was always aware, like, if, the, if, if things fall down, I don't run the, the same team. <laughs> like, like, dude, there was a time when there was a season when um, there was a big thing on immigration, and it's. The, I remember, I think Time Magazine said brown is the new black. Yeah, like that's like for, yeah. that's, like, that's like for four months. It was it was a weird moment in, in American yeah. history, and it went away because because America has a special racist meanness for black people versus anybody else. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Um, but you were getting it at work all the time. Just because it was in the news everywhere. Remember, you were going to the job sites that were looking at you wrong and stuff. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. It was a crazy moment. Well, I remember Uncle Johnny and Donna moved to Arizona during that time, and she worked at a bank and was catching hell because she was married to a Mexican guy. It's like, man, this is—is is this the stinking nineteenth century or what? It's crazy. It's alive and well, man. It's crazy, and people—people people who say it's not are usually white people. I mean, how many times you've been pulled over for DWB, dude? I've been pulled over in my life. I've been pulled over probably over thirty times. Yeah, and some of the, I probably deserve five of those. I'm five of speeding, not wearing my seatbelt. They get me, 
I've been pulled over. I, my, my, ask, Angie, ask Angie stories. We've been pulled over. People, people look in the window, ask her if she's okay. Straight up. You okay, ma'am? She's a white woman with Mexican man. Ma'am, you okay? You safe? That's brutal, dude. And then she looks at him and says, I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all That's I what to happens say, for driving a Cadillac around Fenton, fool. I, yeah. <laughs> dude, I still never forget George's laugh from your, from your that, that weird guffaw laugh. How's that laugh go? That... <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite laugh. But anyways, moving on, moving on, moving on. Okay. Yeah, but that wasn't a racial joke. That was a big pee-pee joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll tell that story. So... <laughs> George is trying to sell. We're pe- gonna tell the story. George is trying to sell pizzas to these old women, and uh, they're like, "Why do these pizzas cost fourteen ninety nine for a large?" And George's like, "Listen, he's like, because our large is all over sixteen inches." He said, <laughs> "He said, listen, I am making pizzas. We're getting ready for the night. Yeah, dude, we're all I'm on the, the line. You're in the salads part, getting right, the salads right. ready. And he's in the. Front. I don't see. I don't see who George is talking to. I just see George. And the way, the way, <laughs> all, the way, the way sound travels, and all those." The kitchen goes to the front like crazy. It is like you have a echo chamber. Yeah. Shooting down. It's like two Dixie cups and a string. And the thing is, though, it doesn't come back. It's weird. It doesn't shoot back because it hits the counter. So I don't know what happens. But George says. All I hear is generally ours are two inches bigger than the competition. And I'm making pieces. And I don't know who George is talking to. I just go, man, that's what all the ladies say about me, George. And he just goes, He, dude, he's in front of these two old ladies. I see. And he couldn't. He didn't know what to do because he wants to laugh. But he can't believe. And he looked at me, death look. Ernesto doesn't help because he is in complete view of these ladies, drops to the floor and crawls to the back laughing to get to the back. <laughs> and everybody stops. Dude, I can't believe you said that. When I realized there was people that, that he was talking to the old women, I just kept, and, they, and they were just like, hee, hee, hee. He came up to me later, and I'm just making pieces. I'm just trying not to look at him. He's like, "If that wasn't so funny, I would have told. I would have sent you home." And <laughs> <laughs> he, he I'm like, oh, "Thanks, George." <laughs> he just walked away. He's like, "I'm so mad, but that was so funny." <laughs> <laughs> that, that explosion! That, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Just didn't know what to do. I can't dude. believe you were there for that one. That was a great- you like crawled to the back, dude. <laughs> Everybody there was just like, oh my God. <laughs> All this was the best job I've ever had. It was, listen, it, uh, as a young man, I learned a lot about life in that place. Oh my gosh, dude. Learned a lot about life. All those could have been a sitcom. It would have been a great Called sitcom. All those. Struckman, Curly, Zach. Jim Esbrook. Oh my gosh, dude. It would have been great. <laughs> And of course, George Maracas, dude. George, George was what the, a character. Quintessential Greek boss, dude. Dude, he was awesome. With a temper and the best wedding I've ever been to. Dude. It, it, dude. The Aldo's wedding, bro. That was... What were, we were drinking Thor's Hammer. That vodka. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Was going, going back to just end it well. Watch this movie. The Civil War, there might have been money involved. There might have been autonomy. There always is. There always is. But one of the one of the major heartbeats of this conflict was race, and the like, like the role. Like America's like the last one of the last nations in the world to have major slavery. UK had abolished it. The United Kingdom had abolished it already, and we're still going strong. And the South's like, we need these, we need free labor to build our wealth on. And the North said, we gotta stop this. And it split the union. Union, you know, union split when Lincoln won. When Lincoln won the, the vote, all the senators left DC and started the new country. Really? Like, we're not gonna be under Lincoln because Lincoln's not for slavery. You know he's not. So we're out. The election broke the country in half. Holy. Do listen during the last election. I'm like, if Trump wins, this is gonna be really scary. We didn't win. Uncle Biden won. Gave us the free money. <laughs> oh, yeah, Uncle Biden don't even know where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Biden. Dude. Oh, 
I see now everybody's gonna everybody's gonna hate me for saying this, but I was hoping for Uncle Bernie, bro. Dude, Uncle Bernie, dude, he's he ain't he can't do he's too old now. He's too old, man, but he's he oh man, I love Bernie. Uh we get a Bernie's baby. He's gonna die and still run. Yeah. And I'll Just, vote for his ass. <laughs> the voodoo gets a moving. Socialism. Bernie got some moves. <laughs> and free health care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we get away from politics? Yeah, dude. let's get away. Oh, my I'm God. too dumb to have an opinion on politics. <laughs> dude, I remember <sighs> when Hillary and Trump were debating. You called me. You're like, hey, man, I'm watching this debate. And, uh, should I be understanding all this stuff? And I was like, no, you shouldn't. It was like when we were at Passion and what's his name spoke. Piper. I look at Chris Dogan. I go, am I going to heaven? <laughs> He's like, you're good, bro. <laughs> Just look over like, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to hell, bro. Oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, okay. All right, I got to go to bed. I got to work early. All right, everybody. Well, listen. What an awesome glory Denzel. What a great month of watching movies. Look forward to watching more movies. With you. So, ah, okay. Let's end this right. I'm going to go back to the script. I'm just falling. I'm flopping like a fish over here. Listen to, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or Amazon Podcasts. If you like the show, leave a review. You follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash redrumtheatre, where we talk about the movies we are loving. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next time at the Red Rum Theater.